And we're off, guys. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Make sure you check it out. Ladies, Women's Forum, third Thursday of the month. That's this Thursday. Ladies, do join us. Uh, shout out to JLP for a fun show. And we're off, I do believe, right? It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. The 12th of February, Monday, A.D. 2024. Going to have a fun, hopefully, hopefully fun, loosey-goosey Monday show for you guys. Take some calls. Talk about the Super Bowl. I don't know how to pronounce Mahomes. Is it Mahomes? Mahomes? No, no, not that one. Sorry, kids. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, gentlemen. Um, Some mess. Taylor Swift doing the PDAs. And now Travis Kels all over-aggressive. Or Kelsey? I think it's Kels. Pushing pushing coaches around. I didn't even watch a lick of it. But uh, Usher y'all's a mess. (laughs) So... We'll talk about that. We'll talk about based Trump scaring the CNN. Mahomes, Mahomes and Kelsey. They is Joel Friday correcting Hake on the pronunciations. That's a switch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh. guys doing i am fine i have my the the all thoughts are lies t-shirt from uh american anchor baby on the jesse lee peterson uh store one of the jesse lee peterson stores rebuildingtheman.com slash stores to get yours mr pink says i have that shirt in black yeah a lot of people get the one in black I believe it's in the spread shirt section. Let me check. Let me check. See if it's in the spread shirt or... Oh, no, it's in Society6. It's on the Society6 store. All thoughts are all lies all the time about everything. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson for the wisdom. You want to know. You don't want to think. Stick with what you know. Right? And this is size medium. I don't know. Some people th- would think that this is a little not exactly the best fit for Hake. Hake should have gotten a large. Maybe I should get a large. Oh, it looks silly wearing a medium. Sometimes mediums fit great. It's hit and miss. It's a gamble. Even from the same brand of t-shirt. So that's FYI. FYI. So... I would like to start off with a call or two, guys. You guys caught the Super Bowl? Well, I think David and Ocala wants to talk about one of the commercials or two. David and Ocala, Florida. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great today. Nice. 
So you still you got that medium that medium shirt problem, don't you? Yeah, because medium yeah. normally it fits perfectly. Sometimes not yeah. so perfectly. Sometimes a little snug. Sometimes even a little yeah. big. I know it's crazy, ain't it? Yeah, it's a Chinese medium. <laughs> Full is a hundred percent cotton too, by the way. Then it'll shrink up. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be then it'll be too small. Right. <laughs> I know. I got the same <laughs> issue. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know. Yeah. So hey, that last before you get going, that last caller on Jesse Lee show that was a trip about the what his wife cooking eggs for him and stuff. Right. Wow. Oh yeah, that was a. Yeah. yeah, that's how people that are. People are a mess. Yeah, well, I, call, I called to talk to you, yeah, uh, the, the Super Bowl um, commercials, and, and it's, I got something else. But, um, yeah, did, did you notice that the, they have a new uh, movie out, I guess, that's going to uh, be the new, like, uh, uh, oh, shoot, what is it? The uh, Wizard of Oz. Wiz- it's called uh, Wicked. Wicked, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the freaking Wicked Witch of the West is black. <laughs> Interesting. Is it a, a mildly attractive black, right? Isn't it? It's not, it's not a Maxine Waters black. No, but it doesn't matter, man. Yeah. Okay? The freaking lady's not black. It's just like the little mermaid. That's true. She's, She's green. Black. She's green, and she has one of those noses. Witch noses, you know? Yeah, right. But the <laughs> point is... You know, you don't you don't mess with stuff like that. What's the problem with these people? Oh yeah, it's that diversity mess. Well, yeah, they're you know, kissing up to the blacks that, and giving them roles that don't, aren't even meant for them. <laughs> right. Well, it's like this: I'm black and I'm better than you, and if you say anything about it, you're a racist. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's you true, know? man. Yeah, and I'm not talking about every black like that. I'm talking about people like Sonny Houston, Sonny Houston, Goldberg, Oprah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Now I, I do. I guess you're. Her- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I totally get you. What you're saying? They're they're pushing that blacks power, black supremacy, black girl power stuff. It's pathetic and it's shameless. Well, they, and they're they, trying um, to convince themselves and everybody else. Black girl magic. <laughs> we can appreciate their talents. They're funny, or sometimes funny, oftentimes entertaining, not always. Um, sometimes good athletes, but that's about it. Some of them are sense, have some sense. More and more rare nowadays. So, yeah. True. Yeah, well, I guess you, you know, heard, you know, Sonny Houston found out that her relatives were uh, slave owners or something like that. Yeah, that, somebody called that into hit my her show. Real hard, didn't it? Huh? Are, are you the one who called into my show? Somebody called into my show telling uh-huh. me that. And then maybe before that, JLP played it on his show last week. No, Sonny... I called you and told you about LeVar Burton. Okay. Uh, from Root. Yeah. yeah. I think it was on the Jason Lee Peterson show that I heard that about uh, Sonny Hostin. He definitely covered it. Sonny Hostin of The View, this sort of straight-haired, part black, part Puerto Rican, part Spaniard. Well, well Spaniard by white, way of Puerto Rico. I and think she said her mom's white. No, I don't think any of them are white. Her oh, mother okay. is, well, a white Hispanic because she's part Puerto Rican, right? Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. 
Uh, I mean, people call Hispanics white, but that's... Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did not watch a lick of it. You didn't? Nope. I was not interested. It's not like I was like... (laughs) I was just busy. Oh, were you? Yeah. And I don't really... I don't really, I've never really enjoyed watching sports. I, I, when I would watch it, I would be like, I want to play. I want to play. I want to go outside and play. <laughs> I would get restless watching the I sports. I understand that. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun to see, uh, like, highlights, see great athleticism, mm-hmm. basketball and all that stuff. That's cool. You know, I was watching a lot of those, um, like, 48 hours where they uh, – I mean, first 48 where these people get shot and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they say that if they can solve the case, if they don't solve the case within 48 hours, they got like a 50% chance less of solving the case. Yes, I have heard of that. All those shows are black on black or black on brown killings. Maybe 10% of them are white people. Right. No, I mean, they dominate the, uh, the violent crime. Those two races, blacks, number one. Uh, seem to dominate in violent crimes, and then Hispanics trail behind them, and then way distant is whites, and then behind them is the Asians. The Asians do other kind of crimes. <laughs> here, here, I saw this. Uh, I don't know how true this is, but this is a percentage that I saw. This is the divorce rate, okay, bes- besides white, with a white, a white man and a white woman. Uh, yeah. versus if a white if a if a uh, a white woman marries a black man, they have a two hundred percent higher divorce rate than a white woman marrying a white man. Oh, really? And watch this. Yeah, and watch this. If a white man marries a black woman, they have a forty four percent chance less divorce rate than a white woman marrying a white man. S- repeat that. Okay. A white man, a white woman versus a white man divorce rate, okay, is like you know fifty percent or whatever. Okay, but wow. That's... If a if a if a white woman marries a black man, she has a two hundred percent higher divorce rate than Whoa. she married a white man. Now, if a white man marries a black woman, though, they got a forty four percent chance less divorce rate than white on white. A forty four percent less. Less? Yeah. Less, yeah. If a white Less man marries a black woman? Yeah, if a white man, yeah, white man marries a black woman, got a 44% less divorce rate. But if a white, white man marries a black man, 200%. <laughs> uh, they call that paying the toll. <laughs> paying the toll? You, if you... <laughs> paying the price? Yeah. yeah. Man, that's... Yeah. I can kind of understand it because you look at how the typical the typical type of people who do those things, whether it's interracial or the same race or whatever, how they act or how they get uh, turn over their lives. The men sometimes turn over their lives to the uh, black women and just let the black woman kind of dominate and so-called lead. Mm-hmm. That right. often happens. And so the man just goes and... S- is like all peaceful or appeasing. Well, seventy percent, seventy percent of the divorces are initiated by the woman anyway. I've heard that. I've heard it's eighty percent, but.
but you're you're right. It's very high. I I don't know what it, the numbers are, but they kind of dominate the. Um, they push. They they quit easily. Easily, they're quitters. Mm-hmm. And they're they underhanded a, they and evil. An, they had another commercial on last night about it, some Jesus uh, commercials that they had, and they had these people washing each other's feet. Yeah, JLP played racial. that. Jesse Lee Peterson played that on the third hour of oh, uh, to, of the show today. Yeah, toward like uh, after a f- couple of uh, calls with some ladies, he played the "He Gets Us" ad campaign. Right. What did you think of that? Uh, I think it was r- r- racially motivated to stir stuff up. Yeah. So what? Describe what it was. Describe what you saw, because well, I didn't like see it poli- except for... It was like a, a black police officer washing some Spanish girl's feet, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, you had some uh, yuppie white girl washing some other girl's feet in front of an abortion clinic. I mean, it's just total, just, you know, not what that was about. When Jesus only washed the disciples' feet. Right. And washed anybody else's. Okay. And who and, uh, who even knows or understands feet washing today? It's irrelevant. Right. <laughs> Hardly anybody got that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, and uh, it just shows the motive. And they, but they did have a Jewish hate thing too about the Jews. Remember I, the Jews being, you know, was that uh, in the same ad or a different ad? Uh, no, it was at the night. No, it was. It came on after that or whatever. Okay. But it was in there, you know, about the. You know, people, uh, people uh, hating Jews. Yeah, you're right. And, yeah. and I told you that was going to happen once that Palestine. I mean, it was already going on, but right. I told you it was going to ramp up after that attack. That's what happens when they when something when something happens that's kind of sort of big news. All uh-huh. the looky loos from other countries start acting like it's their business and fighting one with another over it. People's egos, pride, taking sides gets puffed up to the max, and it exposes the divisions, and it and it encourages and uh, amplifies the divisions because it's a bunch of devils fighting over nothing that has well, nothing to right. do with them. You're right. How about when I uh, after nine eleven we went and invaded Iraq? Who had absolutely nothing to do with the attack on those tra- trade centers? I know that was uh, weird. I remember thinking that's weird. I thought it was like, I thought it was uh, Al Qaeda or Taliban or Afghanistan or something. What, what Iraq? <laughs> right, right. And then then everybody got so pro American. You know, God bless the USA and everything. And there was this woman. Her son was on a Black Hawk helicopter. Yeah, she was all pro, she was all pro America, pro war, and all that until she was watching the news one day and saw that a Black Hawk helicopter went down and her son was on it. Whoa! And you know, yeah, and, and she he, her son passed away, so she went up to Washington and started protesting the war. Yeah, See? yeah, so brutal. Well, hey, one other thing before I go, I was wondering. Because up in your area, I saw this on the news that in Stockton, California, they uh, impounded like 88 cars on a sideshow one night. You know how those kids get out in the middle of the uh, intersections and do all kinds of stuff? They do donuts and all that stuff. They do these street takeovers. So where was this? Where was this at 88 cars or something? Got impounded? Stockton, California. Okay, like NorCal, near uh, the Bay Area, I guess. 
kind of opens. Yeah, and they didn't let they they're not letting them have them cars back, man. Right on. <laughs> That's well, pretty impressive think, that they were able to apprehend so many cars. How did that happen? They had they they I think they had an idea it was going to go down, so they set it up a couple of days in advance, and then went out there and just took them all, took all their cars. That's great. I'm happy when. They, I mean, I kind of cheer on the misfortune of the people who. Uh, get themselves in trouble by making trouble for the rest of us. Those street cars are obnoxious. Those street well, takeovers the, are obnoxious. The problem is, is people getting run over. You know, you got people get out there, you know, haul it and doing like 90, yeah. you know, and, and accidentally run over people by accident, man. It's, you know, that's what they're trying to stop. So. Well, what I've hey. seen is, is that they're like r- driving around in circles, kind of skidding around. And there's like uh-huh. this crowd around them, and the crowd is like trusting that the car is not going to go spin out wild, and then it takes somebody out sometimes. That's happened. That's happened. But that's, that's happened not the too. problem. The problem is, I was on my way back from the airport like a year or, or so ago. Um, maybe I went down to Florida or something like that. And then coming back, uh-huh. I had to like, we were just stopped because at say, La Cienega and, like, Jefferson or something like that. They had a street takeover. So you, like, all the cars were just sitting there waiting to cross the, this intersection, and we couldn't for, like, many, many minutes. So I had to go off, like, several, like, a mile over and come up La Brea or something like that. It was, uh, it's crazy. So they get in the way. They're a nuisance and they're all loud, and they stink because they're burning rubber. So it's awful mm-hmm. for the neighbors and the people. I don't care. I don't really care that much about people being out there and getting themselves hurt because that's their fault for being out there. I got you. I mean, it's but not the good. Police, I'm sure that's one of the reasons why they're tr- cracking down on it. You yeah. Know, some innocent 17 year old girl gets run over or something yeah. like that. That's horrible. So right. Hey, I want to. Hey, I want to. Uh, Shout out to William in California. Nice. Uh, I did, yeah, he had brought up uh, Don Garlitz. He had went to Don Garlitz, you know, museum down here, so he, he knows where I live. I live about 20 miles away from that place. But anyway, I wanted to shout out to him and tell him uh, to look up this song called 49 Reasons by Julius, Julius Brockington. <laughs> Check that song out, William, for me. Tell me what you think of it, okay? Nice. Hey, uh I appreciate you, uh, James, yeah. okay, for talking with me today, and you have a great show. You, you too. Have a good uh, day, David. Appreciate you. I will. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Eric is a first-time caller in California. Eric, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hey, Mr. Hake. How you doing today? Can you hear me okay? I can. You, you sound great. Awesome. Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I'm here behind the enemy wire here in California. I feel like uh, <laughs> I'm constantly under attack. Um, my my question was, is I, you know, I was a Mormon for years. Wow. And, yeah, and uh, I think I'm I'm being drawn closer to Christianity, but I really subscribe to what you and Jesse talk about. And I there's I can't say there's one thing that I disagree on that you know you guys talk about um but i guess my my main issue is what drove me away from the mormon church 
and I don't know what you and Jesse would say about this, was tithings. You know, the hand came out, and they wanted money. And, you know, I don't know if there's necessarily anything wrong with that other than I don't have the money to give them. But in the Mormon church, it was, that was, there was the Ten Commandments, and then I, I can't remember what they called where tithings fell into it. And basically, if you didn't tithe, then you weren't, you weren't seen right in the eyes of God, for lack of better terms. So, huh. you know, being being part of that church, I just, I never felt like I was doing the work I needed to do, so I didn't feel worthy, and mainly because of tithing. So what's your opinion on that, sir? I don't have a big opinion on tithing or not tithing. It should be somebody, something that's not other people's business, you know? I... I know that in the Old Testament, God had them give 10% of whatever they got to him somehow, some way. And yeah, so that's what tithing is. Tithing means 10%. And right. And that, so I, yeah. I just had the habit of doing it because that's how I was raised. But it, it wasn't anything that was really pushed on me other than just that's how I was raised. But it, I wasn't guilted into it or anything, and I wasn't raised... You were raised uh, Mormon, or you just went into it? No, sir, I was I was not raised in, with any religious uh, faction, so to speak. I had some trouble in my life and, and didn't know where else to turn about mm, 11, 12 years ago. Okay. And and there was a church close to my house, and actually the... the the uh, missionaries, that's right, the missionaries start coming by. Yeah. And instead of turning them away, I let them in the house. Um, Aha. So, yeah, that, that's what turned me on to that. Um, so that's why, I mean, that's why it was troublesome for you, because you weren't raised with it. You weren't raised with uh, tithing naturally all, all the time anyway, so it was maybe more of a struggle for you. Financially, it, it, it was you were not in a position to be able to spare that type of money or whatever. Yeah, it was. I mean, I I'm a blue collar worker. You know, me and my wife both work every day, and we have a child. And yeah, I, I mean, I guess I guess I could, in realistically, I could spare the money, but then I wouldn't be saving for my retirement. Yeah, you know, I mean, my my friend in the church, I think he gave twenty three thousand dollars last year. That was ten percent. He makes a lot of money. Yeah, but um, you don't want to do I it think, out of. You should not do it out of this false notion of guilt or um or f- this obligation, which is the same thing basically. You don't want to do it like that. Uh, you should be giving from the heart. God loves a cheerful giver. You should be giving cheerfully, or not be. I mean, you should just give as as the Lord leads you. Don't I don't think that you necessarily have to have it like that now. And with uh, I don't know if the tithing st- thing really applies. You know, applies like it's a rule. God said, "Test and see," and blah blah blah, and all like you'll you'll get back what you give more than what you give, or something like that. So you don't want to have a, a needy relationship with money, nor do you want this guilt relationship with God. Well, that's how the—I I agree with that, and thank you. I mean, the, that's the answer I was looking for. And the, the way the, 
the Mormon church was set up was it's just something you have to do. And and if you're not doing that, then it wasn't one of the Ten Commandments, I don't think. I can't remember how I don't think so either. I think it was just something that he said they should do, but it wasn't part of the Ten, the first Ten. Right. Okay, so (laughs) I don't know what the definition of it was in the the Mormon religion, but basically if you weren't doing it, if you weren't doing it, you weren't seen right in the eyes of God. So, and I, you, Jesse talks about not reading the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he says, read he, it. He, does. he says, read it. It's good to read, but not to remember. Not try to, because okay. when you're trying to remember it, when you're interpreting it and getting all into it and studying it, he says that that's. Satan gets into your mind and interprets for you. As soon as you see these words, you start, you start uh, thinking that you know what it means and your mind tells you and all these other people tell you what it means and there's no room for the Spirit to bring understanding. That makes sense, because I listen to it every day on the way to work, but I have a trouble remembering it. I would have to just, just grind away at it to remember it. Yeah. So that's good to know. Some of the Jews um, are good at, at memorizing stuff, and I think Jesus, in Jesus' time, they would memorize the, that, that stuff. But that didn't help most of them. It did not help most of them at all. Okay. Yeah. And hey, one quick question. I know you got a program here. I got one more. All right. Do I, do I need to go to church to be worthy of God's love and worthy of Him welcoming, welcoming me into His kingdom when that time comes? comes, or can I just practice Christianity on my own with my family? Uh, I don't think that the, I don't think that God said that you have to go to church to be welcomed or loved by him. So no, I don't think you have to, it does say in the Bible, don't give up, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But if you're meeting up with your family and... I think it says, Jesus said, where two or more are gathered in my name, I'm there. So you'll, you'll find your fellow church members naturally in life, and maybe you find a, a quote-unquote normal traditional church that you want to go to, that's fine, but you don't have to. For, a year, for years when I was a kid, my dad never went to the church that we were going to, very rarely. But I saw him as very, a very strong, real Christian living it. Okay, thank you. I guess somewhere in my head I got the idea that if I didn't go to church, then I wasn't, uh, uh, again, kind of along with tithings, I wasn't doing my part. Yeah, but many um, of the churches aren't doing their part. <laughs> you notice? I agree. I yeah. agree, and that's a big, big part of why I left the church I was in. Yeah. So. Eventually, you could go to a church and be a light at that church, be an example and one of the men at that church, or you start your own, or you just meet with people who are of the same mind, or you just lead your family, lead your wife and children. That's more. That's really what's really important right now if your children are young. Yeah, well, my son's 12. Nice. Um, and my wife was a Mormon for her whole life. Okay. Um, so... so yeah, it. My family is super important, and, and just practicing our religion and our love for God and for Jesus is really important to me. 
Okay. Um, the circle outside of that's not very big. Yeah. But I, it doesn't have to be. I, a man of okay. many friends comes to ruin. Isn't that said somewhere? Uh, dude, <laughs> I totally agree. Um, I always tell my son, you know, it, it, I always ask my son, is that really your friend? Yeah. And you'll find you'll find that you can count all your you can put all your friends right in the palm of your hand at True. some point. People <laughs> yep. you can really call your friends. Yeah. Um hey your first name is James? Yeah. That's my brother's name. I got an identical twin. Good name. Right on, man. Are you are you Eric with a K? Not to dox, I just want to have it spelled right for myself. No, that's fine. It's with a C. E R I C. Okay. Nice. Well, well right thank on, man. Thank you so it's- much, Mr. Greg. It's good to hear from you, Eric. That that was amazing. Yeah, it was cool. Appreciate you. Call me again sometime. Thanks, brother. All right. Okay, buddy. All right. Bye. Bye. That's cool. I've got to get to Mark in Los Angeles. I wasn't able to get to him on Friday. Mark in Los Angeles, California. Thanks for calling and holding, man. What's up? Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. I wanted to talk initially about the uh, Super Bowl ads, but... You kind of covered that with David from McCullough, who's a good man. David from McCullough, good guy. Yeah. Um, Real quick, I'll make it quick. I don't even like to bring up the snake from Phoenix, but and I'll end it with just saying this. His attempts to warn you, quote, unquote, about this phony communist law that they may pass is a veiled attempt uh, by him to get you to cancel me or to block me. That's all it is. You could see right through it. It's and some it's just, type of. It is some type of setup. It, it's sort of a underhanded, sort of female th- threat slash attack slash setup to point to and then say, "See, I warned," and try to get me in trouble. That's all it is. He's probably pushing for you to be taken off as it is. Yeah. But I just wanted to let you know: don't give in to his evil. And take and ban me to please him because that's <laughs> all that he's doing. This law, if it ever passes, could never pass uh, court scrutiny because it violates the First Amendment. Well, I don't but know. The courts are quite corrupt, so don't don't be surprised if evil uh, seems to thrive in the world. <clears throat> if this crazy law that he supports passes, that would mean every conser- basically every real. Um, conservative yeah. would be banned. So I don't really think it's going to happen. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep speaking and exposing devils like him. Um, now, what I wanted to talk about was the Super Bowl. If you don't mind, if I could say this, I feel personally that the that the game was rigged from the beginning because t- Taylor Swift is financed by Soros. Is George she? Soros is, is what made her what she is. And this clown boyfriend that she's got um, is, is being used as well. But every, I, I knew the Chiefs were going to win that thing because they're Biden supporters. Taylor Swift is. And, you know, it's a fake love story that's supposed to make everybody think, oh, wow, these are real people. I mean, these are good people. Yeah. Let's vote for Biden. That's what the whole thing was. I feel personal. Again, this is a personal opinion. I think they've been rigging games in the NFL since they've legalized gambling. You know, they'll show it on um, Facebook shorts sometimes. They'll show how players miss tackles, how refs throw bad calls, and it's usually in favor of the Chiefs. Most of the uh, cheating that I saw during the regular 
season was uh, in, to favor the Chiefs. But there were other dirty calls, too. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, you know, the liberals and the degenerates have actually taken over the NFL now. I'm not, and, I'm not into speculating about stuff. I mean, I don't even care. I, we shouldn't even be watching this evil Super Bowl stuff because it's a bunch of – the NFL has been corrupt ever since what? Uh, when they started wearing pink for that pro-abortion cancer, women's cancer, Susan G. Komen for the cure stuff. The, well, bas- the, the football player has been wearing pink. Right, and and when they started the kneeling, that really yeah. radicalized it. But you know, but if, pink if is a girl know, color. They're turning these black men, mostly black men, by the way, into wearing girl colors. It's sick. Yeah, it is sick. But a little bit of good news, you might, if you don't know this, um, uh, Stephen Miller and America First Legal. Thank yes. God they're finally suing the NFL for the racist Roney rule, which mandates that anytime an NFL team is going to hire a new coach, they have to hire, I mean, they have to interview a Negro. So oh, this yeah. Is white discrimination. I forgot about and, that. Right. And uh, Stephen Miller is suing uh, that creep that runs NFL, whatever his name is, that big, soft slob, self-hating white man. Yeah. Um, I hope he sues for every dime he could get. Stephen Miller is my fifth favorite Jew, I think. I forget which number of, but he's one of my favorite Jews, Stephen Miller. He was in the Trump administration. Solid yeah, he guy. was the best. Young man. He was the best. Yeah. I like him a lot. And I'm really hoping that America First Legal can sue all these uh, equity, diversity, communist uh, ideas that are destroying the workforce with yeah. unqualified boobs that they can't fire. You hire a colored guy. And he messes up, it's hard as heck to fire him. Right. So this is what they want. I mean, you know, this is what the future is. We're going to have substandard everything. Even I think I heard Jesse Lee Peterson saying that uh, they're even hiring unqualified air traffic controllers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's that, infected everything. Look at what it's infected all the way to the highest levels of the government. Obama, affirmative action president. Yes. Yeah, yeah he was the devil. And uh, Biden is Obama um, the third term, yep. basically. Yeah. And I don't know how much of this we could take. I mean, how many more illegals are going to flood this country before this communist is out of power? Yeah. You know, and it's, it's Biden is just a puppet. I'm sure you know that, that it's Obama. Oh, yeah. And Obama hates America. He hates white America. Yeah. And one, just one like his thing, mother did. His white mother hated white America. Yeah, she was a self-hating commie. Yep. But um, uh, did you happen to watch the game yesterday? Not even a smidgen of it. <laughs> okay, so you're boycotting the NFL? Yeah, but it takes nothing for Hake to boycott the NFL. Hake doesn't know anything about sports anyway, pro sports. <laughs> so, But yes, uh, partly it's that, and then partly I have never been into sp- to watching sports. Yeah, well, it's America's pastime. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know. Yep. Baseball was, was a, originally. Baseball was, that's true. Yeah, but um, pro sports I, in general used to be a very American patriotic thing, but not so yeah. anymore. No, they've infested everything from the military to uh, professional sports. Yeah. To the schools or indoctrination centers. Yeah. Um, and, and incidentally, I just want to mention 
the uh, immunity trial for President Trump is supposed to be appealed today. The, crim- the three criminal uh, judges that um, turned Trump's immunity plea down yeah. only gave him less than a week to appeal, to show their evil. Less than a week. And that Asian woman, I don't remember her name, Yan or something like that, uh-huh. I saw her get um, when she was being appointed. I saw when they uh, were you know, asking her questions. I mean, I don't know how she got through. Wow. She's one of the three judges, huh? I think I remember showing pictures of these three judges in this Trump case. Three evil ones. Was it a three-nothing decision, do you know, or two to one? I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how that Bush appointee voted. Probably against Trump. Yeah, they're lame. They are lame. The Bush Republicans are nothing different than Democrats. They're evil from toe to head. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so... Like I say, they've infected everything. I hope Trump Trump wins his immunity case because that'll throw out the document case that they let George, uh, Joe Biden get away with. But they're coming after Trump, <laughs> and he had a right to have him. So maybe this immunity thing will get Trump out of this uh, setup that he's in yeah. uh, in Florida, and then we could just get him in the office and start cleaning house in this country. Yeah, that'd be nice. Anyway, man. That's all I got for you. (laughs) Appreciate you, Mark. Take care. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Real quick. Real quick. We were talking about commie nonsense network. CNN is pretending to be scared of Trump. I have some CNN headlines from this this morning that I caught. The 2024 campaign gets grimmer. Grim. It's not grim. I mean, I'm barely paying attention. With Trump's extremism on full display, say the say Commie Nonsense Network, alongside concerns over Biden's age. Concerns over Biden's age. That's a communist line. We're not concerned about his age. We're concerned. Well, we're not really concerned. Uh, the people who are supporting Biden are concerned about his mental state. He looks like he's spaced out even right there, whereas Trump looks like he's there. Trump, people have said, oh, Trump is not as sharp as he used to be. That may be, tr- that may be true. He is in his late 70s now, right? But there's no comparison with Biden's just off. And plus, Biden's just pure evil anyway. But e- extremism. And what extremism are they talking about? Well, there's this headline. Trump says he would encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the H-E double toothpicks they want. Do whatever they want. Do whatever the heck. But he didn't say heck. He said the manly word. (laughs) Don't say that word, kids. You're kids. You can't say it. (laughs) They want to any NATO country that doesn't pay enough. And ladies, you shouldn't be cussing either. It's only men are allowed to cuss. Because it's manly authority words. Maybe every now and then, I guess. But it's just not ladylike to be cussing all the time, ladies. But shout out to the cussing ladies. Uh, to any NATO country that doesn't pay enough. So Russia, go take out Ukraine if you want. (laughs) Ukraine is not part of NATO, at least not yet, but they're trying to bring them in. And they're all scandalized by his saying this. Because these people, these, these, what are they, what are they called? Freeloaders are freeloading their free defense from Big Brother America. No, you got to 
pay your fair share. You got to do your military spending or something like that so that you can pull your weight, even if you're uh, lightweight. Pull lightweight. If you're responsible with little, you'll be entrusted with, with more, with a little bit. If you're responsible with a lot, you can be trusted with a lot. America has not been responsible or trustworthy lately. But under Trump, he wants to bring back responsibility. That's cool. And force responsibility on the rest of the world. I like that. Shout out to Trump. What else happened in these headlines here? So Trump's shocking NATO remark caused alarm in Europe. Uh, they're complaining about, they're still complaining about January 6th. Oh, there was something else that was funny. Oh, this is not funny, but show this. Speaking of war, because NATO has to do with war defense and stuff like that. Look at this picture. Is this real? Uh, Israeli forces rescue two hostages as strikes kill dozens of Palestinians. I read this in Hake News. And look at this group hug. Why, why would you want a picture of that? There's a bunch of these Israelis. I guess these are Israelis. I don't know if this is a stock photo. It doesn't look like a stock photography. I guess they're reunited, and the, so they're all happy. Well, we wish them well. Congrats on being reunited and freed from being a hostage for however many months. October 7th, right, until February 12th. November, December, January, February. Four months. That must be uh, rough. But don't take a picture of this and these. Anyway. What we're looking at is one, two, three, I think there's a three, four, five heads. All kind of hugging one another. Ugh. That one dude looks like he's in in rough shape. Kind of older. And I presume that these are Israelis. Jewish people. So, that image was strikingly, I wouldn't want to get my picture taken if I were in a group hug like that. I've never done a group hug like that, I don't think. Anyway, they love the emotion and drama, and so they're hyping as if Trump is this bad person. NATO's the bad people. You know? Shaking my head. Ridiculous. Latin A in Cali is on the line. Thank you, Hassan. Latin A, thanks for calling and holding. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Hey. Latina. Thank you for taking my call, Hake. Yeah, of course. Hopefully I won't be so boring so the patterns won't complain about it being boring. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if You've ever considered doing like a once a week meme screen where you like share some memes that you like during the week, you know? I have been remiss um, in not checking memes. I used to get yeah, some memes I, from the internet. Yeah, shout and then, out like, to the you internet. Can have a, email them to you or post them to you on your Twitter. Yeah. Um, I put one last night on my community tab and it was about the Super Bowl. Okay. Since you're talking about the Super Bowl, do you want me to tell you what it says? Sure. It says, 
hey, did you watch the Super Bowl? And then, you know, Stoic Command says, no, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I should say now. <laughs> I, no, I don't watch pro sports. I'm straight. <laughs> Hake should have censored the photo, the photo of the group hug. Yeah, true. Um, nice. I, I appreciate that meme. It's a good meme, and it's a good tr- joke because there's truth to it. People are, who are all into sports like that, that's something Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention Jerry Sandusky. Jerry Sandusky, he's a coach, right? He was a coach who got in trouble for a coach. Something, mm-hmm. some type yeah. of sexual thing. With ladies, yeah. young ladies, or or young no, people, but underage people. No, he was after the boys. Oh man, terrible. Okay, what about him? Uh, or is, is that just kind of feed into the in my, sports in relation, degeneracy in stuff? In relation to the meat, yes, into the sports degeneracy. Yeah, how they've infiltrated everywhere, and they're not scared to get caught. You know, right. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for the tips and suggestions. Left an A in Cali. Appreciate hearing thank from you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Take My care. pleasure. <laughs> thank you. All right. Mr. Pink is on the line. Mr. Pink, thank you for calling, man. What's up? What up? What up, Hank? Not um, much. Just. Just want to kind of give my little Super Bowl comments in there, and uh, but I just real quick wanted to talk about this guy I was talking about tithing earlier. Yes, and uh, the the whole idea of that was old olden times, and the word tithe literally meant you know to give a tenth of your income. Yeah, to the church, but yep. that was when the church didn't have anything. You know, it was a bunch of people gathering in like stone buildings. <laughs> you know, they they needed to be able to, like, lift each other up and, you know, support each other to get, you know, the church going. And, and that made sense at the time, and, and it was also a little more reasonable to be able to do that kind of thing at the time. Yeah, because um, you uh, actually, when you made money, you your money was actually worth something, and so you had some despair. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's why, you know, I like uh, the way it is at, at the church I go to is, is they don't guilt trip everybody on that stuff. And they say, give what you can. We're not twisting your arm. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's like if you appreciate what we're doing here, you know, because, of course, the pastor's got to get paid. Right. And they have to, you know, upkeep the building and things like that. And, you know, they got to get the money from somewhere. It's not just going to come from the ether. Yeah. So. True. Um, it came from the Old you know, Testament. That's why you know, every now and then. God said, yeah, exactly. give but 10% every- and test test and see. And I will uh, give you press down, run, shaken together, and running over. I don't know. Maybe that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mixing up yeah, my Bible I mean, verses. every now and then I'll throw like $20 in the pot, you know? It's, nice. No, it's no sweat, you know? Yeah. Um, you so could have it. You could have it auto. You could have, they have different churches, including Bond, has it so you can auto, have it automatically take out from your bank uh, such and such amount per yeah. month. So, Hake with a little plug in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, like that's the whole issue with, like, you know, I didn't realize that about the Mormons, that they were twisting people's arms like that bad. I but, did not uh, know same that thing either. Same thing with the Catholic Church. 
Same thing with the Catholic Church, though. It's all about the guilt, and you know, some of the black churches got to pay. The black churches, yeah, some of these pay pastors for are your forgiveness. Oh, it's all wow. about you got to pay for really? your forgiveness. You got to pay got for. But that's like the whole idea that, yeah. that, that where they're off base is that, you know, <laughs> you got to constantly be seeking to earn your forgiveness and you got to feel guilty for what Jesus did and, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. That's never, that never was the, the plan. That never was what Jesus was talking about yeah. or any of the apostles. You know, it's, it's, it's all about lifting each other up. Um, anyway, just to read you a, a, a quick verse that can apply to every side of the callers that that call in, you know, whether they're right wing or left wing or in okay. their own ego or, or not. It, it says in Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that may minister grace unto the hearers. Nice. Okay. So, so that's like, that applies to any, anybody. You know, especially like, you know, we just got Mark talking about his conspiracy theory about Taylor Swift yeah. and all that stuff. And it's like, you you can read into anything that you want and make it into some mess. Right. You know, that, you shouldn't necessarily and, and, believe, and honestly, you shouldn't believe your imagination. Or right. what something that's a, that's seems a to point thing to. thing I've gotten from Jesse is don't believe into the thoughts and then and create your own situations in your head. And then you go and follow that and it gets you way off the straight and narrow way off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last night I was noticing after the game and I looked at that top headline on drudge and it was of course chiefs win, but then it, it, it accentuated, you know, dumb Biden. He put out a Twitter post and it was that picture of him with those red eyes and that meme, oh. you know, and, 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 and he said, and he said, just like we drew it up, because he was mocking people. Right. It was mocking Make America Great Again folks for yeah. creating this stupid situation that they were <laughs> going to rig the Super Bowl so that they could have Taylor Swift promote. And that might happen. She might promote, you know, Democrats and, and all that stuff. Of course. But does that mean that they all, like, had this deep-seated plan and they were, like, sitting around the table like, what we're going to do, yeah, is we're going to rig the whole Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and make everybody watch because of that, and it's, it, that's just a bunch of nonsense. It's just getting into getting into your own head. Yeah, a bunch of stupidness. True. So that um, was Ephesians. No corrupt communication. Yes, Ephesians. Ephesians four twenty nine. Okay, nice, nice. I that's, like that's that. Big. Um, yeah, but no. I mean, I mean, that doesn't have to do with just cussing. Right. Right. Of course, people can take it down to that, you know, and I appreciate your show for that because you kind of watch your corrupt communication yeah, the, in that Yeah, way. the cussing is, the cussing, it's, that's not what they meant. Cussing is not necessarily. just, it, now, of course, I'm inappropriate sure they, at times, I'm, of course, and it maybe yeah, speaks to like your... Yeah, and I'm sure like they, your, that's included in it, but it's talking about, you know, the, letting the imagination speak for you. It's about right. letting the devil speak through your thoughts, you know? Yeah. Like, don't... It's far more, because you, ne- you, can, you can go your whole life and never cuss and be worse or every bit as evil as the mm-hmm. worst cussing sailor woman. <laughs> for right. sure, because the, then you're the like, communication, it's false self-righteousness. The communication that you're putting out there, because it could be lies... It could be misleading. It could be uh, wrong ideas that you're trying to build up in other people. 
like some people call and they and they make up stuff about things that they assume they read in laws right right that that oh it can apply to you so you better watch out you know because they're putting these laws out there and it's like that's just this corrupt communication because you've read into something and then you think you know so you're trying to guide people's lives based off of what you think you figured out and then the people you know? start that's how rumors get started and people just start going uh-huh. way into their imaginations and then feeding off of other people's imaginations and it's and it's all evil all lies all phony yeah, no, and I, it has I nothing to do with anything. I, was, I super slept in this morning. I was going to call Jesse this morning and kind of talk about this kind of topic because uh, I was I was doing the silent prayer, and I don't do it like every morning and every night, so I'm, apparently I'm going to suffer and die. But um, <laughs> I, I, I was doing the silent prayer, and, and I, I realized, and, and he's talked about this before, about how quickly when you're trying to be silent and you're trying not to think, and the devil put all these weird images and thoughts in your head, like just out of nowhere. And it's like, I wasn't even trying to think about that or do anything. Like I was sitting here the other day doing it. And all of a sudden I'm getting pictures in my mind of like skyscapes and, 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 and like beautiful, like scenery and landscapes. And I'm like, what in the world? Like wow. what's going on here? I'm just trying to sit here and be present. And, right. And it's just like, well, you know, you got this to take care of today. And you know, why are you just sitting around? And it's like, uh, so, like, really, like the unconscious mind is is a crazy like devil. It really is, and it will it'll screw you up. And you know, it's like when you get in your own head about all this stuff, it's just a bunch of nonsense. Jesus himself said, like, "Watch and pray. Keep watch." Right. He kept on saying stuff like that. Be self controlled mm-hmm. and alert. It's, it's, yeah, watch the thoughts. You know, don't don't engage in them. Don't make them your identity. And he and, said, do you know, not worry. A lot of people doing that. Yeah, that's another thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it's part of it. Anyway. So, uh, thank you, man. Probably, I guess the, uh, yeah, I'll just say that the, uh, the only good thing I saw on the Super Bowl was Stone Cold Steve Austin with a mullet. Oh. Yeah. That's a good thing? Yeah. <laughs> he had hockey hair. It's <laughs> a stupid commercial, you know, <laughs> but that was like the only good thing I saw. But you know, like once again, to to get into oh, they're they're rigging all the NFL games and stuff like that game could have been won by anybody till the very last minute. I know you don't really care about sports, but like yeah. I, I watched the game for the game. It sounds you know, like it was a great game. A yeah, I grew up with a dad who was a sports director, and we have an appreciation for you know good you know competition like that. And, yeah, you know, it went to overtime. It was to the very last second. Either team could have won. So to 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 assume, oh, I knew that they were going to let them win because they got a conspiracy. To... <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> point, crazy. man. Yeah, it's just crazy. Bro. Keep a disciplined mind, everybody. <laughs> nice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Thank you, Mister Pink. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Got you, brother. See you. All right. I'm going to get back to calls, guys, and more stories. But it is Soul Junk Sunday. I was thinking about playing that Lift Every Voice and Sing uh, song by Shuby Taylor. But I don't have that ready for you today. Maybe another day. It is so-called Black History Month. Silly. But it's Soul Junk Sunday continuing into Monday. How this This track is entitled... It's a little 
perhaps slight bit obnoxious, repetitive we'll call it, but I like the instrumentation and the feel of it. This track is called How We Flow. It's a Christian song uh, from Soul Junk on the 2000 album 1956. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
Don't you like the banjo there? This is the music that Trump plays when he <laughs> waved the rainbow flag on live TV, Hake. No, it's Christian. Stop it, my ears hurt. <laughs> I like the banjo, Hake. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that, you know, mildly attractive music and mildly unattractive. Shout out to Soul Junk. I appreciate you guys. Glenn Galaxy. Uh, some super chats, a bunch of super chats to read, guys. Shout out to Hades07524. Hades07524 for the uh, support. Thank you, man. He says, shout out to Rumble. Switching my donos here. Thanks for supporting. Hades07524. He's now a subscriber there. That's cool. Thank you for the Ice Cream Kilo Alpha Tango. There was a super chat. A couple of super chats came in this morning. Carver says, Hey, much like yourself, I did not watch the Super Bowl. Unlike you, I was not busy celebrating my birthday. I just don't really like football. That's American football, that is. When I said that's and that is, that was redundant. However, I do want to give a shout-out to Little Caesars, the official sponsor of the Super Bowl. Wow. And they had some cool coupons, because I ordered that day and got an extra coupon for some breadsticks on my next order. Anyway, what's your view on the game being R-worded, igd ray? Uh, I heard that, I heard the big market, highly populated cities win to raise money. And then the Saints won that one year because of Hurricane Katrina. And now evil satanic Aryan princess, Taylor Swift, just so happened to win because her boyfriend, her boyfriend, grown adult man, male uh, boyfriend, Travis Kels. Sounds like some shenanigans to me. P.S. $60 nachos? Triple question mark. Carver. I don't know if it's R-worded Igdray. I don't know. I do not know. I wouldn't get into speculation about it personally. Because the fact that people are so into it, that's what's rigged. Your attention is being misdirected. Away into stuff that doesn't even matter, you know? Silly. But, you know, I'm sure that there is some levels of dishonesty here there. Really? Hey, can't say rigged? Igged Ray? <laughs> there are other things that we cannot say are Igged Ray. Nice. Amazing Asia gave him a coffee. Too busy for the Super Bowl? Were you with someone's woman? Hmm, emoji with a monocle looking, at the, uh, looking through an eyeglass. Erika Badu said yesterday was the best time for women to cheat with betas because all the alphas were watching football. Whoa. Don't know who that is, but I disavow such a statement. And Amazing Asia is now a member, a monthly supporter on Hague. She says, I thought I was a member already, but I must have forgot to pay the bill. Laughing face emoji sideways with tears coming out. My bag. Well, thank you for the support. Amazing Asia. Uh, There was a... Another super chat that I missed from Friday over on buymeacoffee.com. Someone says, I asked about the term rhino. If you recall, if you caught my Friday show, I was talking about, I defined rhino somewhat. Because it seems like sometimes you just use terms interchangeably slash at will. 
like communism and socialism. Those words have particular definitions. Don't believe the definitions. They're fake news. But you just seem to call things socialist or communist. And when asked, how is this communist? You kind of go, well, what I mean by communism is dot, dot, dot. And then you proceed to talk about something that, that, according to this person, has nothing to do with communism. It is interesting to see. Oh, well, then you don't know what communism really is at its root. It's, it's rooted in socialism, too. Rooted in atheism, in lies, in mama spirit. It's, it's totally, you just don't know. You're uneducated. That's okay. That's okay. I love the less educated. <laughs> it's like you are making a big stew, and then you throw everything in this spot, in, this, in the pot, is this socialism or communism? Ah, it doesn't matter. Socialism is just communism. Uh, communism is just socialism at the end of a gun, as uh, Bill Lockwood says. Uh, throw it. Ah, it doesn't matter. Throw it in. But when it comes to anger, you get technical about what it really is. Not really. Not really. It's not technical. It's just your mind is all confused. Your mind is confused. Um, and it's amazing to me that so many people have an issue with Lincoln as an historical figure. But I bet you they would, won't go outside and throw away their $5 bills. Smiley face emoji with a little nose. Aw, nice. Just because an evil man, perhaps, maybe he was evil, is on their bill doesn't mean that they should throw their bills away. That makes no sense. That's illogical. Makes no sense. Not logical at all. Are you a woman? No. Nah. Shout out to you for the coffees. Uh, yeah, so... Communism is lies, atheism, mama spirit. Same thing with socialism. They're the same thing. And uh, they're like, oh, actually, the means of production controlled by the workers. Dumb. Stupid. You don't know the nature of Satan. Pop, And sometimes I just have started to use just evil instead. Because the uh, you'll notice that the so-called conservatives, if they're angry... They're liberals. They're communists, too. They're mama spirit. Popcorn's Thump Keg bought another coffee over there, saying, uh, I've recently become a fan of a guy's YouTube channel, unnamed, who is a train hopper. Chronicles his travels across the country, hopping on freight trains, camping out, waiting a ride, etc. Fascinating to see someone live that type of life. I got caught up in the cool factor, then it occurred to me what the guy is doing is illegal. Freight hopping, vandalism, tagging, trespassing, his followers, myself included, so enthralled with the content, we overlooked the legal aspects of it. Wow. Kind of like that. It was a guy who was speeding 180 miles an hour, 150 miles an hour, something like that. Really fast, though. On a motorcycle, and he's a YouTuber. My point slash question to you is, do you notice that we as a society like to say we need to go after the real criminals, wink, wink, but when it's convenient, we're willing to look the other way. The same people who support stop and frisk or broken windows policing would say, leave this guy alone, says this person. Well, it is interesting, because I will have you know that the free, the true free Americans, they did not used to like the police. They did not need the police, because they were self-governed. They were self-governed. And a lot of the evil laws made by evil politicians are being enforced by the police. And that goes to this day. To this day. What a shame. 
I am for slave catchers, though, because you have to have some form of law and order. If you're going to have slavery, you have to have slave catchers because these people get in the way, and that's crooked. That's uh, cheating. Anyway, um, Popcorn's Thump Keg bought a coffee, so Mark claims that Soros is funding Taylor Swift. (laughs) I had not heard that. And absolutely no pushback. Asked for proof? Nothing. Well, you want me to nitpick every every single uh, claim? I don't know. Then he claims Obama is really pulling the streams behind the scenes. Again, zero pushback. Well, that's a fact. You don't know that the Obama administration, meaning the, meaning the people from the Obama administration, are also in the Biden administration? Please. Now, I don't know if Obama is all involved personally, but his evil, the spirit that possessed Obama possesses, and it's the same exact people in many cases, that same administration running the show with Biden. And he wants to nitpick. You think Biden's running the show? <laughs> Biden is a, has always been, and now more than ever, a man blown and buffeted by the waves of pop, what's popular. Swift's last tour did over $1 billion in ticket sales. So that's who's funding her. The masses of useful idiots, the communist Swifties. And how is Obama an affirmative action president? Because he's black and everybody's like, ooh, this is going to be history. Wasn't he elected? Yes, that's de facto affirmative action. The spirit of, of evil affirmative action was so excited about the first black president. Give me a break. If you don't trust election results, I didn't say that. I, tr- I trust election results. I guess you're questioning whether Trump really won too, right? Wrong. Eh, wrong. <laughs> but thank you for the coffees. Popcorns, thump keg. Nice. Uh, testing 07524 set up a monthly tip saying the black national anthem isn't even good. It's convoluted. Wow. Is that a fact? Is it? I thought it was supposed to be like Christian because lift every voice and sing, but it might, it might not be. That's wild. Anyway, thank you guys for the super chats. The coffees, the rumble rants, this subscriptions, monthly support. I appreciate it. I told you that uh, Saturday was Chinese New Year, and I forgot all about Chinese New Year. I didn't text my Chinese friends anything or anything. I didn't even text uh, yum yum. Happy Chinese New Year. Yum yum. <laughs> bang bang. we made it they call it lunar new year because they want to be politically correct commie nonsense network was calling it lunar new year I used to do the uh, the firecracker race run it was like a 10k or a 5k 10k in uh, Chinatown here in LA Sunday morning and then come to church afterwards the firecracker 10k in Chinatown in L.A. There was some video about longevity noodles, which can be thick, thin, flat, or crispy. A lucky dish in high demand during the so-called holiday. And I hardly heard anything about it. Of course, I was, I was out, up in the mountains hiking and having, uh, having steak and burgers. <laughs> So, 
I wasn't thinking about the Chinese or the New Year, nor was I prepping for the evil Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, I was walking through the neighborhood, and I heard people singing all together, like, like it was an actual holy day. You can tell what worldliness they falsely worship. So sick, this Super Bowl Sunday stuff. See, Kami Nonsense was covering the degeneracy. They, according to um, Flat Earth Victory in my chat, they kept on, they went to her like 20 times, her reactions. T-Swift's reactions. Well, that's smart. That's just sensible. That's what you would do, because people are interested in what she's uh, looking like. And she's an expressive face. She makes facial expressions, right? Something like that, I would imagine. I assume. Her songs are quite expressive. Why you gotta be so mean? One day I'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever gonna be is mean. Why you gotta be so mean? That's my favorite Taylor Swift song. <laughs> and I heard it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show back in the day when we were, uh, that's how I heard it. That's how I ever heard most of her songs. She's such a disappointment. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. There was, I have to show this. This Super Bowl, I don't know if I put this in the folder, actually. Uh, oh, yes, I did. Peanut butter allergies. I didn't get to this on Friday. And then I'll get to calls. You can call in, guys. 888-77-JESSE. We are on Jesse Lee Peterson's network. 1-888-775-3773. Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial draws criticism over peanut butter al- allergy joke. You can't joke about peanut butter allergies. When I grew up, I, knew, I had a friend in school. He was kind of fat at the time, but that's irrelevant. He was allergic to peanut butter. So I had heard of this even as a child. Like, his throat would kind of close up. Whoa! He got sick from it as a kid. And so there's this subtitle from Today, far-left extremist Today, somewhat affiliated with NBC, I believe, or something. Food allergy research and education express their disappointment in the latest Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial. They should be thanking them, honestly. Oh, but they have to feign like they're outraged. But they should be thanking them for spreading awareness. Food Allergy posted this on IG, and it has this guy who's eating peanut butter, and he's all, like, swelling up and has pimples or, or welts and red-faced on his thing. Show uh, number two there. He's like, there's peanuts and peanut butter? Uh-huh. Ah, funny. Uber is evil, by the way. Uber wants you to delete their app if you're racist, meaning if you're normal and white, then uh, delete their app. Racism not allowed. Based peanut butter, says Lord Spike Protein. I mean, Lord uh, BB42. No, don't do that on the... Some people, are, they can't have that. People are way too soft, says Big Mitch 909. I don't know, but this guy's... Commercials are just not what they used to be, but... And they didn't even used to be good anyway back in the day. Only rarely. So he's all swollen, his eyes shut, 
and they're making a joke, uh, oh, there's peanuts and peanut butter, and all the ladies on X, formerly known as Twitter, are reacting negatively. This woman, Ann Carlin, says the peanut allergy joke, and I did not like this tweet, okay? I did not like this X post. And it only has seven likes, but uh, far-left extremist today is amplifying all these, these different uh, posts. The peanut allergy joke in the Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial needs to be edited out. It does not take peanut allergies seriously. This commercial is making it worse for allergy sufferers, and it is dangerous to make a joke out of a life-threatening allergy, she says. Yeah, because more than just that necessarily happens to him, I guess, right? People die, I guess. You've had a really great commercial to the peanut allergy guy. How about you switch him out with a guy who forgets he's diabetic and doesn't take his insulin? Or a soldier who has PTSD and forgets his medication? Double question mark. Nope, those wouldn't be funny either, would they? Edit the commercial, says Mary. Mary Cotillier. Something like that. Oh, show the different ones. Show the different posts on X. Uh, there's... Not so funny if you have a child with a peanut allergy terribly insensitive to make a joke out of a life-threatening allergy. You have a few days, because they came out with the commercial beforehand. You have a few days. Cut the peanut allergy joke out right now. Kids die from this CRA blank. The rest of the ad is funny. That is just cruel. These ladies all... Busybodies over this ad. And I'm far be it from me to defend Uber Eats because Uber hates white people. But that doesn't it kind (laughs) of, that tweet is why we need to repeal the 19th Amendment, says, come on, man. A joke is dangerous. I know. These evil people, they hate speech, freedom of speech. And they're all oversensitive because they have children. There was this story of somebody who died. A man is eating a spoonful of peanut butter out of a jar while reading the label. There's peanuts and peanut butter? And he's getting an allergic reaction and eye swelling, skin breaking out in hives. Oh, it's the primary ingredient. It's not good to make light of forgetting any food ingredients. Given the severity of life-threatening food allergies that affect millions of children and adults, says... Dr. Pervy Parikh, allergist and immunologist at Allergy and Asthma Network. What a name. How would you like to be associated with Allergy and Asthma Network? Deaths occur to these forgotten ingredients and exposure, most recently to an NYC, a New York City dancer who died because the peanut was not disclosed as an ingredient. Wow. But that should really... If you have a peanut allergy, you are not morally straight. No, come on. This is helping to raise awareness, sort of. Although it really should show him, like, dying or something. (laughs) Then that would be really funny. No, it wouldn't be funny. If your kid is allergic to peanuts, make sure they don't eat them. Don't cry about a stupid joke in a commercial. Yeah. My half-and-half container says, contains milk. (laughs) Yeah. 
What a mess. Terrible. I know people who are quite healthy and morally straight who have these allergies. I think it's spreading. It's spreading, this mess. But that's kind of nice because it lets people know, hey, some people are very allergic to peanuts because some people never even heard of that. I've only heard of it by word of mouth from two different people. But now there's... Thank you, Uber Eats, for spreading awareness. And I guess thank you, EvilToday.com, for amplifying these busybody women who are overreacting to it. They're like allergic to freedom of speech, ladies. Shout out to the ladies. On a serious note, Hake, don't give honey to a baby like before one year old, says Nugget Man. Nice. Thank you, Nugget Man. Uh, shout out to the people over on Kick, Brother Sonny. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Very nice. Thank you, uh, Hassan. There was this other news report about Kobe. Kobe, rest in peace, Kobe. They made an idol out of him. An idol. A graven image. CNN shared this quote on Friday, the 9th of uh, February. This moment isn't just for Kobe, but it's for all of you that have been rooting for him all of these years. Said Vanessa Bryant, his wife, his widow, because Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crash some years back, along with his daughter and a pilot. Was it an Armenian pilot? You know, the helicopter pilot, they were flying through um, the fog in the early morning from, like, Malibu area to, or Calabasas or something where, up, up in that way, the rich area, down to somewhere down that away to do a little basketball practice or something. And they crashed. And other people died, too, on that helicopter. Like, I want to say, like, eight people. I could be completely mistaken. Like, six or eight people, I think. But we only know about Kobe and his daughter. 14 or 13 years old. But uh, he's a basketball player. Very talented. Drafted at like 18 or 21. I think he was 18, right? Right into the NBA. He was all skinny at the time. His neck was kind of funny. And now, and then he became very athletic. One of the greats, arguably. <laughs> So this Vanessa Bryant woman shared remarks Thursday. She's, it's really, she's, it's about her. (laughs) But anyway, that's just human nature. Sharing remarks Thursday as the Los Angeles Lakers unveiled a 19-foot statue of the late basketball legend. I remember my Asian friend, he'd be jogging and daydreaming about playing one-on-one Kobe Bryant. You and me, those Asian talented basketball players. All short. There was an emotional ceremony for this unveiling. The base of the statue bears inscriptions of many of Bryant's com- career accomplishments. Kobe's as well. Kobe's, that is, I mean. As well as one of his most iconic quotes. And have you heard this quote before? Leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend. Isn't that nice? I don't remember that quote. 
Kobe was overrated, says Lord Baby 42. That's fine. That's fine. If you're going to be that hyped, you're going to be overrated, I guess. <laughs> Black Mamba. A Mamba was a snake, I think. So he was like a. My friend said he had the killer instinct. He uh, performed well under pressure. He could handle pressure and win, come through and win. Mr. Pink says Kobe was definitely the best shooting guard in his era. Not many could put up 70 in one game, 70 points. And the championship with Shaq, that's true. Kobe was definitely a top 15 of all time. Nice. Right on. Iconic needs to be banned. I know, they throw around these words. That's commie nonsense for you. I don't like these ladies who use all these big words. I, I do like the ladies, but I, and I, I like their la- these ladies who use these big words, but I don't like them using these big words. Like, Boo. I read in the Hake News report, and it threw me all off, and you guys were correcting me, that Usher was performing with his boo, B-O-O. Doesn't that sound like boyfriend? Even when I'm with my boo, you know I'm crazy about you. It's boyfriend type of thing, right? I think. That's what I gather from context. That's a good song. But... They said Usher was with his boo, Alicia Keys. And so I'm like, I'm not going to use the term boo. So I said, girlfriend. But Usher is not necessarily girlfriends with Alicia Keys that we know of, right, Chad? Not real boo. Oh, so like they was kind of playing, oh, you're my boo. That's just kind of like we're buddies. We're playing, uh, we're playing like we're together, but it's just sort of flirty just for the show, just for the song. Her husband is Swizz Beats. Swizz Beats. Is he part Swiss? Or is his, are his Beats Swizz? But, yeah, I've heard of that name. Kind of a light-skinned black, I think. But it t- completely threw me off, and it made my news report false. It was, fake news was fake news. <laughs> It's Trump waving flag. It's Trump flag waving, waving kind of stuff. I've already explained away the Trump waving the flag thing. He was doing it because of supporters. He's not going to turn away the gays just for supporting him. He'll wave the thing and be like, "Yep." Yeah. It doesn't mean, oh, we hate Christians and, uh, and gay is okay, necessarily. Alicia Keys is married to Swiss Beats and Usher. Oh! No, Hake, Alicia Keys and Usher have a song called My Boo, says Amazing Asia. Oh, really? See, Hake doesn't know anything. Boo is kind of related to bow. Yeah, bow, my bow. Or a woman has a bow. Like Bo Biden. Or Bo and Luke Duke. Bo, spelled like beauty. Um... Okay, thank you for the clarification, Amazing Asia. See, the ladies at the skim act like you're in on on this lingo. And they look so cringy writing that way to me, even though I don't see them. 
Oh my gosh, who cares? <laughs> All I'm saying is they're throwing around words that are confusing and uh, unnecessary. Like, oh, Trump's extremism when he's just saying, uh, Russia, do whatever you want to the NATO countries who are not uh, holding up their fair share of their military spending. You know? We have, like, this female-minded media that distorts stuff. It's sick. Move on. We get it, says Cookie Crisp. Okay. You got me. I do the bidding. I am the slave. Hake is the slave of the snake pit. Indeed. Ken in Georgia is on the line. Ken, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing? Hey, doing pretty good, Hake. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Okay. All right. Hey, I just want to clarify a couple of things about that tithing. And, and one other thing. Um, the tithing was given uh, before the before the law with Abraham and Melchizedek. And then it was put into law to the Jews to give a tenth, not of money, but of their, their possessions, their things, you know, like, like, uh, you know, uh, their fruits and vegetables and, and, and animals. Firstborn, was, firstborn of, yeah. of their animals, stuff like that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah Cause they well, didn't, not so much the first, Firstborn, but it was it was given to the Levites because the Levites did not have an inheritance; they didn't receive land. Ah, because so, they were the mm-hmm. priests. They were the priests. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. But see, the, the the church took that on, and it's not even biblical now because Christ came to fulfill the law. Yeah. And so it's not it's not tithing anymore. Some somebody said earlier. It was about giving, and I think it was you. You said, be a cheerful giver. Right. That's what we're called to do, to, be, to give and to give cheerfully. Yeah. We're not, under the, we're not under the law. We're not under tithing anymore. That, that's done away with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. when was it gotten, when was it done away with? Like, how was it done away with? When Christ was on the cross. He said, he said, and this is in Matthew chapter five, verse chapter five, verse seventeen. He says, he said, Think not that I am come to destroy the law and the prophets. I have not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So that he word, ful- now you know, fulfill means to complete it, right? Yeah. Like he it's, more that's more than mm-hmm. just uphold, that's uh satisfy it. Yes. Okay. And so it's done. It's, it's done. You know, it, there's there's no more there's no more priests. There's no more uh, uh, temple or nothing like that. True. You know. Yeah, that's true. Huh? So, we don't do it. We don't do. It. We don't have to do the animal sacrifices. But he even said, "I go. I desire obedience rather than sacrifice, because sacrifice was ah, for disobedience." Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. He said, "That's right." obedience yeah yeah man yeah oh one other thing did you did you catch that uh that interview with uh tucker carlson and putin i did yes i did uh <laughs> what'd you think of it i think putin was well let me put it this way putin told us who's running the country he told us <laughs> yeah. he told us 
Yeah, he gave us those those three letters, C, I, and A. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> CIA is running. <laughs> They're definitely doing yeah. stuff. They're definitely. Mm. The CIA is definitely doing things. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing stuff for a long time, man. Yeah. You know? And and it's not it's not good. It's really not good. And I know they don't want Trump in there because he's he's gonna dismantle a lot of that stuff. As much he's as he gonna, can, he, and that would be great. You know, it was yeah. Tucker made a great point that the in question in questioning uh Putin, you know, uh are you saying that our elected officials are not actually in charge, but some unelected bureaucrats are uh kind of vetoing the desires and power of the presidents because sometimes presidents mm-hmm. would make concessions to Putin and then they would come back and say, Oh, you know what? I was told I can't do this. So, and so that's like the powers that be the, the deep state, if you will, is mm-hmm. uh, the entrenched. Maybe they know more and they can like give, talk him out of it, talk the president out of things because, Oh, you can't do this because of that prior, this prior thing, that prior thing. But still, mm-hmm. still, like you heard, there were there were generals who said that they were gonna definitely undermine Trump on all kinds of different things, the transgender thing, oh, yeah. dealing with oh, China, yeah. all that stuff. Oh man, man, it, I tell you, man, it, it's um, I don't know, man, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a hard battle for him, you know. Yeah. Uh, four years is not going to be enough. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the country is ever going to come back? No. Yeah, I don't think no. so either. I, no, I like... No, it's, it's, Trump it's is the man for the job, but mm-hmm. I'm not expecting him to be able to turn the whole country around. I just want him... No. I just like seeing a, a good man... A solid man for the job uh, doing his part, and then whatever will be, will be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I really, um, I'm, I'm hopeful for my grandchildren. I'm 68. I'll be 69 this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, only thing I can do is is teach my my grandchildren, my children. That's exactly. All, that's all I can do. That's right. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. It's no. It's no use worrying about who may or may not have rigged the Super Bowl or. What's going to happen in 2024 or in the future? Because that has, yeah. has nothing to do with us. You can only pay no, attention no, now. No, no, I'm not, man. I, now you said you didn't watch it. I watched it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. The people that watched it, they know this, and and this dealing with Taylor Swift. Uh huh. Every time, every time K K C scored. You know, you know who they shot a picture of? Her. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what, what, what does that got to do with it? What I know. What got to do with it? That's what a lot of, there's a lot of interest in that. And so naturally they would do it. And she's an entertaining person. Uh, yeah. So they were, so of course they're going to go to that. It's a yeah. uh, attention slash ratings thing. I know it's, an, yeah. it's irritating to the people who are just there for the sports. Mm-hmm. And this, they see this woman as a distraction, and she is. But the sports yeah. themselves are a distraction too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's no longer like it was when I was a kid. You know, it's just it's not it's all the money game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 
It's not, man. I mean, the the halftime show, Usher ought to be ashamed of himself. It, it was it was sorry, man. It, uh, it was sorry. Yeah, I heard yeah, that he, he was he, handsy with meaning touching, feeling with uh, Alicia Keys. Is that what you mean? That type of stuff, like dirty? Yeah, well, not 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 that, but it's like, yeah, well, he was, and and yeah. and, and all that was. I'm gonna tell you, man. All you saw was really what what I call the Atlanta connection, because they they uh, what's his name was in there, Dupree was in there, Ludacris, all them, and, and Alicia. She lives in in Alpharetta, Georgia. You know, okay. And so and and you know, Usher was from uh, Chattanooga, and he lived in his mama and then moved to Atlanta. Okay. So that that was that I called it the Atlanta connection. Yeah. You know? True. But but yeah, man. I mean. Usher ought to have been ashamed of himself because he hadn't had a hit in years. Right. <laughs> and Yeah, and I'm like, why would they show him? Well, okay, then they had to bring on these other people to make the show about something. Okay, but, funny. But, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't that much, man. They could have uh, they could have shot some highlights of uh, what Michael Jackson did years ago. It would have been funny. better, man. I think that they you used know. Usher because similar reason that they used those I'm going to call them washed up, but I'm just being sort of silly slash malicious. Those old 90s uh, rappers, 50 yeah. Cent and all them. Remember a few years back, a couple years back, they used all those 90s rappers um, on stage uh-huh. at the halftime show? It's sort of a throwback yeah. feel with Usher. The parents, it, to bring the, like the parents, the Gen X and millennial parents, to be more interested in watching. But you're right, yeah. they had to use all these other people who are, who still have a name to this day type of a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Usher kind of has a name. Like he, isn't he responsible for Justin Bieber? Like he raised... Yeah, well, you know, yeah, that's all part of Puffy's camp, though, man. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. See, that's... I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all, Puff, all part of Puffy's camp. Okay. Yeah, I, and yeah, yeah. I noticed something, man. They, they're pushing down, they, they kind of, Push, push back on Beyonce, even though Beyonce was in the commercials, man. Yeah, they they had to show her, they had to show her, right? And and, and it was uh, yeah, but it was like ah, oh, come on. Really? Several years ago, she did a Black Lives Matter slash Black Panthers halftime show. I remember, yeah, maybe like close yeah. to ten years ago. Man, that was. <laughs> it's been bad. It's been a mess for a while. I know it, man. I know it. I'm like. Golly, man, they, can't they show something better, you know? Yeah. Like, it is what it is, man. True. It's been going yeah. downhill. The the moral, the morality, the decency has been going oh. down. It, it's not family-friendly anymore at all. No, 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 it isn't, man. Yeah. It, it isn't, and that's sad. You know, that's what the, the, the liberals have, have been trying to do, the, the um, what's the word for them? the other people, um, well, we just say the communists and and um, um, the ones that that just pull down the morals, man. They, they they did it from the educational standpoint, yeah, standpoint, and and now they they've permeated in all our all the facets of American life, man. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Well, great call, Ken in Georgia. Thank yeah. you for the education. Hey, man. Thank you, man. You and you and Jesse, y'all. You guys, y'all, y'all, y'all are awesome, man. Appreciate it. Call me again sometime, man. Hey, you got it, brother. All right. You got it. Bye. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, over on, uh, a couple of Super Chats have come in, at least, I believe. At least one, anyway. Usher had a residency in Las Vegas and is touring right now. It was just a promotional gig last night. Oh, you know you're washed up if you have a residency in Vegas. I remember Britney Spears had one. I remember, like, the uh, New Kids on the Block had one. According to Big Bump. Thank you, Big Bump. Oh, let's go watch Usher in Vegas. (laughs) Right on, right on. We wish him well, but he never seemed that bad to me. I only know that one song, Yeah, and then In the Club, I disavow that track. It is catchy, though. It is catchy. Uh, A super chat, a coffee over on Kofi says, Don't read this out loud. Don't read this out loud. I shall not read it out loud. But thank you for the tip. I'm aware, and uh, I think it's okay. I don't know. Not sure. But thank you for the heads up. Thanks for looking out, I guess. You're trying. You mean well. Um, let's see. Lamps bought a coffee. Pithy means concise and forcefully expressive. I like the way you do beach, James. Nice. Thank you, Lamps. Appreciate that. Popcorn's Thump Keg bought a coffee. R.I.P. Rest in peace. To marathon world record holder Kelvin Kiptum, only 24 years old. He set the marathon world record of two hours and 35 seconds just last year in the Chicago Marathon. Wow. I heard that he died like in a car accident along with like his coach and maybe some other people either died or got injured or something. His, wow, two hours, almost flat, two hours flat. His records equates to around a four minute, 35 second per mile pace. That's, that's flying. I can't even run that for one mile. Maybe at one point I was in shape enough to do something like that. I ran a 440, 440 flat, freshman, sophomore year, I think. Uh, maybe it was junior year. I kind of had a lame junior year. Two week high school, buddy. To anyone who has ever run, you can appreciate how insane it is to keep that speed up for 26 consecutive miles. 26.2, specifically. Yeah. If you have a one-mile personal best of 435, you're considered a quite decent runner. Yeah. It's unreal to imagine being in such shape you can run at that pace for two hours. A lot of people go sub four. Uh, Roger, Roger Bannister was a guy who was a scientist. And on his breaks, he had like a 35-minute uh, lunch break. And he would run. He would do his workouts at his lunch break. Talk about efficiency, time efficiency. You can do stuff that you don't are not even aware that you can do. Opportunities squandered many times. The running world is looking forward to an Olympic showdown this year. Was uh, between him and Iliud Kipchoge, the previous world record holder. Are these guys both Kenyans? Kiptum and Kipchoge? Previous world record holder and only other person to run under two hours in the marathon unofficial. Wow. Thank you for the heads up, Popcorn's Thump Keg. Didn't know you knew all this stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah, rest in peace. I saw that in Hake News. Well, I didn't mention it in Hake News, but I saw that from Commie Nonsense Network. A In memoriam. Let me read this to you. In memoriam, current marathon world record holder Kelvin Kiptum died in a road accident Sunday night. Kenyan police confirmed it. Oh, it was in Kenya, huh? 24 years old, tender age, gone too soon. He was a grown man, though. 
His coach, Gervais Hakizamana, was a passenger in the vehicle and died at the scene of the crash as well, apparently, while a third occupant survived with serious injuries. Figures across the world of athletics offered tributes and lamented the loss of such an athlete in his prime. Yeah, 24 is... When you're a distance runner, meaning long-distance runner, meaning like marathons, it's not like a sprinter. A sprinter's prime is like 20s, maybe 30. A long-distance runner can be breaking records... Or, I, mean, I don't know about breaking records, but be compete at a high, high level because it's longer distance at like 40, 40 years old. I mean, you see some of these football players play it, uh, at least the, uh, you know, these quarterbacks. They play a long time. Ooh. <laughs> Gypsy Jib Jab says Robert Patrick. That's T-1000 in Terminator 2. He was the one with, like, cat-like. He was skinnier. He was a former track runner. He kept outrunning the dirt bike, says Gypsy Jib Jab. Wow, I didn't know that about him. He was also in in, uh, a season or two or something of The X-Files, Robert Patrick. I wondered how he stayed so fit. He was always so fit. He's still around, I think. I see your marathon and I raise you an Iron Man triathlon where you run a whole marathon and then you also do a bike 100 miles and you also swim like, what, how many, how many miles do you swim? Two miles? Or is it, tw- not 20 miles. No, you don't swim 20 miles. Two miles. Two miles swim? I did a 10-man triathlon, which is one-tenth of the Iron Man triathlon. So I would ride 10 miles and then uh, swim a quarter mile. But before that, I would run uh, 5K. I don't know. 2.62 miles. (laughs) 10-man. 10-man triathlon. My brother put it together. Shout out. Anyway. Let me show you this evil Republican woman against Trump in the last couple of minutes here before I have to end. I meant to show this to you uh, Friday. Who is Norma Anderson? Do I have this? Yeah, Norma Anderson in, the, in there. I just want to spend like two or three minutes because I have to end on time for Joel Friday coming up next, guys. The Colorado Republican leading the 14th Amendment challenge. This woman is, I think she's retired. But, uh, you see it in there, in the folder there? Hassan, hopefully it works. This is that old lady who is, uh, who is acting like she was this important person. See, there she is. It's a picture of her. Uh, yeah. Mm, you know, like a mildly attractive old lady. Attractive in the sense of, you know, you know, kind of pretty for an old lady. Maybe a little heavy on the, on the eyebrows, but... You know, she's like, looks sensible almost. And she's a Republican. But she's a Nikki Haley supporter. And she's in this thing against Trump. She, I didn't realize I would go down in history as Anderson versus Trump, she told the CNN in an interview. Re- <laughs> retired, retired, not R worded. <laughs> so this woman is all into her ego and uh, taking down Trump. 
she was the first woman to hold senior positions in like the Colorado State House. The beginning from 1990 in the late 90s into the early 2000s. This gal. If Nikki Haley makes the ballot, she has my vote. Uh, Colorado has gone liberal under her watch. Poor lady. Now it's Democrat run. She was recruited by the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington crew. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. And I think they're the ones, I don't know if they're the ones who kind of went after Cooey Griffin, the Trump supporter, Cowboys for Trump. But they're the ones saying, oh, Trump is not eligible to run for office because he's uh, a, uh, he did an insurrection. And that's how she sounds. She literally sounds like the, no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I haven't heard her speak. Her head is perfectly round. Yeah, nice hair. I like her hair. Is that her real hair? That's a full head of hair. <laughs> no, I'm not as, I'm not, I'm not into her like that. Anyway, I gotta end. This has been the Hake Report. I gotta go Joelle Friday TV next. So, this is Menomina. E is stable from the 2003 album I Am the Fun Blame Monster. Adios, America. Bye. Well, I'll stick around. Do you hear it? It's Christian. I saw these guys. Maybe in 03. Or 04. Yeah. Right out of college. You have 10 minutes, Hake. Uh, I have to end five minutes early. Joel Friday is coming up next. You like the piano? about a marriage gone wrong. What's up, Nordic Frost? Ohio Sentinel says, the, version in, the verse in Old Testament is repeated by Jesus. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Wow. I remember that.
I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For me alone, but not anymore. Must be about an unfaithful marriage. In Samuel, it says, to obey is better than sacrifice. Something like that. 1 Samuel 15. Obedience and mercy. Anyway, I gotta run. Joel Friday coming in. Thanks, guys. Adios, America. Bye.